0: Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host.
1: Dr. Heidi Horsley.
0: Well, Heidi, we've got a fabulous guest on today, and we're going to be talking about post-traumatic growth.
1: Dr. Richard Tudaski is a man that has coined the phrase post-traumatic growth with Dr. Calhoun. It's a really exciting concept that you can actually grow after trauma. And Dr. Tedeschi is a professor emeritus in, in the Department of Psychological Science at University of North Carolina at Charlotte. He is dis- a distinguished chair of the Boulder Crust Institute for Post Traumatic Growth, and we are really looking forward to having him on today. Welcome to the show, Dr. Tedeschi.
2: Thank you. Pleased to be here.
0: So great to have you on. Now I warned you before the show that we're going to give you a case study. And here's a quick case study. Uh, Years ago, my son Scott, 17, was killed in an automobile accident with his cousin. Sudden death. It was very traumatic. And since then, I believe in post-traumatic growth because through the years, Heidi, uh, Heidi can speak for herself as a sibling, but I as a parent, I do think that I have grown in a lot of areas. But suddenly we get a new trauma coming on with a coronavirus and everything going on with that. And it turns out that Heidi got the coronavirus. Right, Heidi?
1: Yes, yeah, so I was tested positive on March 22nd. So, and, and I was, I, I, I was re- pretty much recovered until the other day when I started getting symptomatic, get more symptomatic again.
0: What are you talking about when you talk
2: about post-traumatic growth? Post-traumatic growth involves the positive changes that people uh, often report in the aftermath of trauma. Mm -hmm. And I want to make clear to everybody that these kinds of changes do not come easily. Um, There is struggle after trauma. And so we always, Lars Kellen and I have always talked about the fact that um, this is a result of the struggle. Uh, You have to uh, go through something that's a a reconstruction of what you think about yourself and your world and your future and your life. And that's not an easy process. So it takes people sometimes um, a very long time to move through that kind of process. And and, um, and in some ways, it may be a never-ending process. It's a continuing process throughout life. Being a trauma survivor of whatever the trauma might be, uh, the death of a loved one, or or a serious or life-threatening illness, or an accident, or injury, or combat, or whatever it might be, um, this this process is is similar for people um, in certain ways. Um, People have to uh, go through a process of Uh, ruminating about it, uh, trying to think about why this happened and what's going on and being disturbed by all these intrusive thoughts. You have to learn how to calm yourself down and be a better emotional regulator. You have to find meaning and purpose in the aftermath of all this eventually. And I think maybe that's, you know, for you, Gloria, maybe for you too, Heidi, maybe that's what all this is about, that your work is you know, it has been for the past several years, um, you have, you've come upon a way to give meaning and purpose, um, to the death that you've experienced. And, um, and in pro- in the process, you've benefited so many people and given back to so many people. And that, that's what the meaning and purpose is that we talk about. It has a service component where other people benefit from what you've gone through. So what you've gone through is not in vain for you and for others. So that's a, sort of a crucial uh, long-term outcome of post-traumatic growth. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, now coming up, uh, do, you, do you think that the trauma, uh, going through that post-traumatic growth, it's been helpful to me and to other people who are listening to this and to Heidi's siblings, how does that help us get through this next trauma? Mm-hmm.
2: Right, right. Well... Post-traumatic growth is helpful in leading people to a greater degree of resilience. We see resilience as kind of an outcome, one of the outcomes of trauma. That is, you have a different way of making sense of life, of of getting through the difficult times that lie ahead. Um, You know, one thing that you um, come to understand uh, in your reconstruction of your belief system is... You know, traumatic events can hit anybody at any time. You're not immune. And that's scary, (laughs) but but also kind of equips you uh, in a way to face the things in life, uh, maybe with a little less shock when they happen.
1: I think for me, when I first got coronavirus and was quarantined to my room, I did exactly what Dr. Tedeschi is talking about. I went back into my brother's death. And I said, "How did I handle that adversity and that traumatic experience? And let me call upon some of the things that I learned from that and some of the ways I grew, and use them today. Use those same tools today to help me get through this. And that's been really helpful throughout my life, is thinking to those times. And one of the main things that helped me and you already touched on it, Dr. Tedeschi, is, is finding purpose and meaning. When, when Scott died, I knew I had to figure out why I was still on the earth. And because the pain was so great, I didn't know how I was going to survive or even if I wanted to. So one, and, and like you said, it's a journey. And I think it's really important for people out there to hear that because what I find the most for people is that when I mention the idea of post-traumatic growth, there's immediate pushback if the trauma just happened. And like, I'm not going to learn anything from this and I'm not going to grow and this is insulting. So, you know, I, I like that you said, look, it's, it's a journey and it's difficult.
2: Right. And, and I'm glad you, you pointed that out because it's a matter of timing. Um, early on in the aftermath of uh, uh, like the death of your brother, for example, I mean, it's hard to hard to imagine you know, think good coming. What good can come of this? You know, this is just the worst thing in the world. Um, so it takes time. And it takes things that happen during that period of time. It's not just that time heals all wounds or something like that. What happens and what hopefully happens is there are people that enter your life. There are people who respond to you and support you and offer up in some subtle ways the the indication that there's still something worth living for and there's still some reason I'm here (laughs) and there are people who care, and there are people I have an impact on this. The people around you make such a difference in these c- circumstances.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, difficult time right now for people who have had a loss during of the coronavirus, but other losses, I mean, seven, seven thousand people die in the United States every day. So there are a huge number of people who are maybe watching this that have had a loss during this time. How do they uh, stabilize themselves as they begin the journey?
2: Well, we mentioned uh, calming or emotional regulation, finding some way uh, for some people as physical exercise, working out physically in some way. For other people it's more meditative activities. I'm a great believer in meditation. I think that's very important. You mentioned yoga, which is a meditative kind of activity and physical at the same time. It provides both those things to you. Um, so there's that part. Uh, finding someone to talk to, uh, a disclosure process um, where you you find what Lawrence Calhoun and I call the expert companions in your life. I was just talking before this hour with a, a, a couple whose uh, daughter died uh, a little less than a year ago. And um, they were just on a, a trip with some uh, friends of theirs um, to the beach. And they were just so touched by the fact that these friends, a group of these friends, handled the situation so well for them because they were just present for them. They didn't force them to do anything, have to do it. They were just understanding and present, allowed them to feel whatever they felt, do whatever they wanted to. Those are the expert companions. So that's important. And then you have to think about your own life story. I mean, where it's going to go, you know, this is a turning point. And, you know, which way is it going to turn? Which, which direction do you want it to go in? Make some decisions for yourself. Say, okay, do I want to just curl up and die? Do I want this all to just kill me? Or do I want to take it somewhere, even if I'm not sure where right now? So making those kinds of choices emotionally about what you want for yourself and your future. That's another important part of this process.
1: I like that and I have to say one of the things that I've found has been the biggest gift I can give bereaved parents that I work with and that I speak in front of is to let them know about your research because and that, that children and teens can, benefit, you know, can, can grow because what happens is when a, a child dies, parents are terrified that their surviving children's lives have been destroyed forever, Mm. and that they're ruined and that they're over. And this brings them so much comfort to hear that they will eventually grow in in profound ways.
2: You know, it's surprising to me how much better kids are at this process than adults very often. Um, Kids have such a wisdom about them. Um, and, And adults, I think, Sometimes fail to recognize that their kids just know that they have a life ahead of them to live, and they're and they and kids are usually, if you give them a chance, are uh, very compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um, they certainly understand the emotional tenor of things. So um, kids can be a, a very important uh, factor in the family in terms of actually helping to guide the family in some ways towards a better future in the aftermath of these kinds of situations. I love you know, it. To up and live.
0: Well, Dr. Desky, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And I want to say to everyone who's watching this, open yourself, like we call it, open to hope. If you don't aren't feeling hopeful right now, just open yourself to the idea that there may be hope. And I would say to you, open yourself to the idea that there may be post-traumatic growth. We're not asking you to embrace it. We're just saying, if you've had a recent loss, tuck it away, tuck Dr. Tedeschi's name away. He's all over the internet. He's got wonderful information on there. And just keep keep that somewhere in, in your mind. And Dr. Tedeschi, how can people get in touch with you?
2: They can get in touch with me at bouldercrest.org. Uh, uh, that's a f- uh, foundation for actually helping um, uh, military veterans and first responders with trauma that i have been associated with for a few years now. Um, so you can contact me there for sure. And, uh, and I've got some books out there. One on helping bereaved parents. It's been out for a long time. I've also got a workbook on post-traumatic growth they can find as well. And, and in and a book that we published just a couple of months ago, at Boulder Crest is called Transformed by Trauma. It's interviews and stories of post-traumatic growth and uh, families of uh, military um, service members. So those are some resources they can turn to as well.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Judasky. And I have definitely looked at your information as I'm recovering. You have offered hope just to so many people that I have worked with over the years. And I am really thankful for the work that you've done.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you having me on.
1: And
0: thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us today. And Heidi and I, and I'm sure Dr. Tedeschi want to remind you all that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless.
1: I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley.
0: Join us again next week for another open to hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.